Call for Action presents Of Consuming Interest, a public service show that discusses scams, deceptive offers, and other consumer concerns. Here's the director of WJLA 7 Call for Action and your host, Shirley Rooker. What do you need to know about third-party hotel booking websites? Well, a lot, as it turns out. As a matter of fact, there are some, not all, but there are some that are out to rip you off. So we're going to warn you about them. As a matter of fact, my guest is Miriam Cope, who is Vice President of Government Affairs with the American Hotel and Lodging Association. Welcome to Of Consuming Interest. Thanks for having me, Shirley. Now, this is a very interesting subject because Americans love to travel and many of us are trying to save money. We use alternate websites to help us do that. But sometimes that turns out not to be a good choice for consumers. So today our goal is to educate consumers on how to use third-party websites safely, if that's what they wish to do, and what they need to look out for. So tell me a little bit, uh, first off, about the scope of problems that you see that, that is affecting consumers. Well, it is a major, major issue, and it's been growing in scope and size Uh, across the hotel industry um, and the online booking space over the past uh, five to six years. Um, The Hotel and Lodging Association, American Hotel and Lodging Association that I work for, has been monitoring this scam. It started with a lot of uh, firsthand calls to the National Association from front desk staff that travelers were showing up, and they didn't have any reservations, but they thought that they had booked at the hotel, and so um, they were dealing with all sorts of problems at the front desk with guests who were really frustrated because at the end of a long day of travel, the last thing you want to do is, uh, you know, show up to get your hotel room and not have it. So, And, and um, of course, the last thing a hotel wants to do is to say to the guest, I'm sorry, but you don't have a reservation. So it, it's absolutely tough. the last thing that mm-hmm. we want our front desk staff to have to deal with because they honestly, we're a business of hospitality. We want people to feel um, comfortable booking a hotel room, however they choose to book, be it over the phone, be it um, on an app, be it online. And mm-hmm. so it was really concerning to us to hear uh, all these reports from front desk staff. And so we began tracking this issue um, two years ago with some uh, online uh, surveys where we went out to 1,500 adults who were really familiar with online booking. So they had to have used online booking in the past uh you know, year, mm-hmm. several times. And in 2015, we had 6% of American travelers that had fallen victim to this scam, which Whoa. is pretty, sho- pretty shocking. That's a very high number. Um, but even more shocking is this year, we had the same exact survey put out, and it's a very specific ask. You know, you were looking for a hotel online. You booked with this website thinking it was the hotel, but instead you found out later that you had booked on a fraudulent site. And this year in 2017, we had 22% of Americans say that this had happened to them. Um, And that is quite a few bookings. That's 55 million hotel bookings each year, which uh, translates to about $3.9 billion in bad bookings. Oh my goodness, not to mention the heartache and aggravation. uh, Yes, you know, there are... Spoil vacations, everything else. 
it's a ruined vacation. It's a ruined weekend. If it's work travel, you, you, you have to be ready for your meeting the next day. So really, the, the dollar amount does not equate to the headache and time and concern that is, uh, you know, not just for the traveler, but also the, the front desk staff um, and the hotel trying to make sure that the person has a place to stay. Um, and then just the general aggravation, as you pointed out, um, and then the time it takes to go you know, okay. report, report the issue to your credit card company and other other places. So Okay, real... we'll talk about the steps to take. Let's talk about first, let's get the consumer who has a trip in mind. Now, are these websites acting as, are they using phony websites that mimic that of the hotel itself? Is that typically what happens or are they consolidators or whatever? Is there a, a model for this scam? Yes, there is a model. And obviously, if the number of scams consumers targeted um, has increased so much, it's an unfortunately successful model. And that is, is that it looks like these websites look like the hotel website. So the typical way that people end up on this website is they'll go to a Google search. They'll type in the hotel's name. Uh, of where they're trying to go or the city's name, you know, hotel in a certain area. And the scammers have done different steps to make it look like the hotel from beginning to end. So the first step that they take is that they put the name of the hotel in the the, the website. Um, so it'll say www dash some general name like, you know, one room hotel dot com slash the name of the hotel. And then the customer thinks they're clicking on the hotel's link and they'll click on the link. And especially if you're using a mobile phone, it's not a lot of room on the mobile phone to see. Did I click on an ad? Did I click on the hotel's link? It's hard, hard to see. Mm-hmm. And so you get to the website, and the website will have what looks like the hotel's logo and what looks like the hotel's pictures, and they'll have a call now button. Um, and people oftentimes click on that call now button to be put put through directly to the reservation center, and the person picks up the phone and says, National Reservation Center, front desk, um, and they never tell you that they're not the hotel. Instead, they encourage you to give them your credit card information. They encourage you to make a booking. They really pass off to the customer that they're the hotel from beginning to end, and the customer may even get a confirmation email from this website that makes it look like they got a confirmation email from the hotel. So from beginning to end, the, the whole model is to pass themselves off as a legitimate hotel, um, and the person has been trying to deal directly with the hotel, so um, that's why they've been targeted. Boy, that's pretty slick. Um, yeah. It really is. I mean, they're using all the gimmicks to rope somebody in. So so what is what are the alerts? How do we tell consumers, okay, I do this all the time. I you know, I search for hotels and I click on links and I, so far I've been lucky, but, you know, it sounds to me like my chances of being ripped off are getting greater and greater. So tell tell me what the consumer should do. What's the first thing I need to do to be sure I'm at a legitimate website? I think first thing is, is make sure you take an extra minute to look that you're on the hotel's booking site. 
Um, double check the website address to see it's not some type of third-party vendor mm-hmm. that the spelling is correct. Um, my personal recommendation to folks is to take advantage of their loyalty programs. So if you're a member of a hotel's loyalty program and can book through their app or their website directly, mm-hmm. that can be helpful because you know, you know, you're dealing with the hotel and you'll get your points. Um, another option as well is is to call the hotel directly and ask questions like, what's your cancellation and trip change policy? When are you going to charge my credit card? Mm-hmm. Will I get my loyalty p- points? Is this is your website secure? Um, I think also you can directly ask them: Is this a direct hotel booking website? Or yeah, are you let, a let's just party? take a let's take a brief pause right here to let our listeners know they're tuned in to of consuming interest. I'm Shirley Rooker. My guest is Miriam Cope. She is the vice president of government affairs for the American Hotel and Lodging Association, and we're talking about third-party booking scams that are robbing consumers of billions of dollars, actually, and uh, and they're increasing. So we've got to be vigilant, and we love to travel, so we've got to be sure we're doing the right thing. Okay, I'm sorry to have interrupted you, Miriam. Um, so you were, you were saying that you've got to be careful. You've got to check to see that if it's a legitimate website, you've got to look at the address that's reflected on your computer, and you've also recommending calling the hotel directly. I yes. think that's good advice. Um, but now, if the website's posing as the hotel, you may use that phone number and think you are calling the hotel, right? They're going to answer like the hotel. Yes, and I think it requires a, a, a bit of patience and asking them what's around physically located around the hotel. Good idea. Uh, what's the closest place I can eat? Just ask them things that a hotel uh front desk would typically be able to answer. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also really important that you make sure that if you have um, a reservation that you call and check the hotel afterwards and make sure, did you get my reservation? Mm -hmm. I think that is extremely valuable. And then uh, the other recommendation I wanted to put out there that is helpful for people with smartphones is you can always download the hotel's app. So if you have a particular hotel that you want to book with, you're not going to end up on a third-party website if you use the app. Okay, that's you're good dealing, advice. Mm-hmm. dealing directly with them, and then, you know, you you could just do everything through the app. Um, there's even some hotels now that let you open your room, you know, your room door with the app. So I think there's a lot of options out there. You just have to be vigilant when you're looking. The other thing that I just want to flag is if this does happen to you, you have to make sure to contact the law enforcement and not just uh, the hotel that you're traveling to, but also law enforcement in your area. So that can be your local uh you know, police, that can be your um, state attorney general. Uh, On the national level, you should file a complaint with the Federal Trade Commission because we really want to make sure that these scam artists are are cracked down on and that, you know, they're not allowed to proliferate the way that they have. Do you know if if many of these sites are, are in other countries? You know, um, it's not clear that they are in other countries. It's possible that they could be here domestically in the United States. Mm -hmm. I know that the hotel um, industry and some others have gone to uh, federal law enforcement to say, look, this is a major issue. Um, The Federal Trade Commission, which, you know, watches out for consumers, Mm -hmm. 
put out two big alerts in 2015 warning, um, like, you know, leisure travelers who are headed out to the summer and then also uh, business travelers watch out for this. But to be frank, I also know that this past summer we saw another surge and we saw it in smaller towns. So a perfect example is in Montana and in Wyoming, you have a bunch of small towns that serve as the entrance to Yellowstone National Park. They see about a million visitors each month. I went out there um, to visit because I had heard that a couple of the smaller hotels there had just had a rampant problem with people posing as them um, during the height of the summer tourism season for Yellowstone. So, um, you know, these scam artists want to target different areas at different times depending on traffic, so it's not clear exactly where they're coming from. Um, and we really think it's something law enforcement and the, the government need to pay attention to because it's it's pretty difficult to track down where these websites are. Do you want them to contact you all also, Miriam? Yes, we would love for people who are, you know, victims of the scam to contact us so we can make sure that their complaint gets into the right hands. Um, they can also learn a bit more about this issue if they go to www.ahla.com slash search smarter. We have a bunch of infographics and tips about how to make sure um, that you're, you know, booking at a legitimate website and that, you know, if you do get scammed, what to do. Mm -hmm. So that's um, ahla.com slash search smarter. Okay, perfect. I love it. And you're going to tell consumers there how to how to look out for these things in different ways that they can use to approach it. Now, what I find that's so intriguing is that you're talking about um, them targeting towns around Yellowstone. Well, of course, that does make it sound like it's somebody in this country, doesn't it? I mean, it. Although anybody has information of when the height of tourist season yeah. is, but. Um, uh, knowing the small towns to target around there, well, using looking up on the internet, I guess. But, but at any rate, it doesn't matter where they're coming from. The big problem is, is that they're stealing from consumers, time and money, and creating a great deal of anguish in part of the consumer. Especially if somebody goes to Yellowstone in the middle of the summer, and their hotel is a, it's a scam that they've been booked, the scam booking, they're going to be out of luck because they're not going to find a place there. It's so busy. Yeah, I mean, folks will end up having to drive pretty far to find, uh, you know, accommodation. Mm-hmm. It's it's just unfair because people plan for these trips, um, and they want to have a good time, and they want a, a place to put their head down at the end of the night. I know I do. So. Absolutely. Now let me a- let me so let me ask you. So traveling you, with kids, we're <laughs> looking looking at this. One of the things that you you're suggesting that consumers do is be very careful when you're going on the internet and looking at websites for hotels. So make sure that the the the, the, the hotel cl- site that you've clicked on, that in the, the key, the bar that tells you where the address is, that it actually is not some third-party booking with the name of the hotel following. Now, do you see that any particular chain of hotels is targeted, or does it just seem to be across the board? We really are seeing it across the board, mm-hmm. unfortunately, especially when you see an increase from, you know, five percent of customers being targeted to twenty-two percent, and and you know, 
tens of millions of bookings affected. You really see it. We really see it across the board. We're also seeing some other things sort of leaching across the whole online booking spectrum across all third-party mm-hmm. websites where um, websites are sort of begun advertising overly large discounts uh, to try to attract customers. So it looks like you're getting, you know, a $250 discount because they've slashed through $500 and the room's now 250 when in reality the room was never $500 that mm-hmm. you just, you know, advertising that makes it seem like you're getting a huge discount. Gotcha. So that can oftentimes be a way to lure in customers. That's a come on. There's no be, question about it. Yeah. yeah Let's be, just take a brief pause here to let our listeners know they're tuned into Of Consuming Interest. I'm Shirley Rooker. My guest is Miriam Cope. She's the Vice President of Government Affairs for the American Hotel and Lodging Association. And we're talking about a trend that unfortunately is increasing, a scam. And that is booking, claiming to book you into a hotel. And in fact, it's all a fraud and you get there and you don't have a room. So, okay, now let's let's look at this the consumer is going to report this to law enforcement, contact the state AG, contact the Federal Trade Commission, contact the Hotel Association. Then they're going to contest. The, hopefully they put it on a credit card. They can contest it on a credit card. I would recommend that they obviously use a credit card rather than a debit card in a situation like this. Yeah, I think that's a good recommendation. And, you know, I think also warn customers to look out for those discounts that look too good to be true. Yeah. That can be a honeypot to try to attract you to some of these websites. Um, and and we really do see quite a bit of that. The other thing that we also see is sort of pressure marketing tactics where websites will say, you know, there's only three rooms left at the hotel or one room left at the hotel, when in reality they have no idea how many rooms are left <laughs> at the hotel. Or if there are even any rooms left at the hotel. Right, exactly. exactly. Um, So, you know, we want to make sure customers are watching out, at least not, you know, buying into that type of messaging, um, especially if it's employed by websites that are um, up to nefarious purposes. Now, if they book using a credit card or a debit card and they're the victim of fraud, then they do have some recourse they need to, to follow the instructions of their credit card company or their debit card company. But again... We're recommending that you use a credit card rather than a debit card because that gives you a longer window to complain. Um, and and I, and I believe that in the, in the case of a debit card, I mean the credit card, it your complaint period starts from the time that you know the service is not being delivered. So you, you'd have time to probably, what, 60 days to complain. But at any rate, the bigger issue here is that you complain, take action immediately. Um, and and unfortunately, don't blame the hotel. <laughs> yes, we don't want you to blame the hotel because they never had anything to do with this website that's pretending to be them. You know, this is the classic identity theft scam mm-hmm. that we're seeing. Across they're stealing so a hotel's many- identity is what it yes, is. Yes, they're stealing the hotel's identity and pretending to be them online and at these call centers. And, you know, I just want to emphasize, if this happens to you, don't feel like you should just stay quiet because it's a hassle to report it. Really report the issue because uh, there's no way for uh, us to to help uh, with the situation. There's no way for law enforcement to help with the situation unless you report it, not just in the location you're traveling to, but also where you reside. So, um, you know, just take that extra step and let the FTC know, let your state AG know, 
um, let law enforcement know that you were scammed via one of these websites that mm-hmm. was pretending to be a hotel. Wow, that is just amazing. I mean, and it is very disturbing to see such a significant increase in the trends for this kind of thing. Now, let's let's be clear to consumers. We're not talking about the third-party websites that you see advertising on TV or in the newspaper, right? I mean, we're talking about rogue outfits that set themselves up and pretend to be a hotel. Right. What we're talking about is websites that are not prominently displaying their logo. So you wouldn't know that this website is not the hotel. So they would not have, um, you know, a big brand logo splashed across their page. They would just have something that looks like the hotel's logo, Mm -hmm. something that looks like the hotel's website. Um, The other thing that is a little bit problematic, too, is, is, um, you know, we've, the industry has talked to some of the search engines since this seems to be a major issue on, in, in the online search process uh, to let them know that we have these bad actors. Can you make sure mm-hmm. that they aren't uh, allowed to show up when you search for our, you know, specific hotel's name? So um, we have gone to them to, to you know, make to see if they can sort of change the situation to make sure that scammers aren't, you know, invading the, the online hotel booking space. Um, so if you also want to report it to the search engine, we recommend you do that as well. Well, they're doing fake news now. Why not fake hotel bookings? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm being facetious, but nevertheless. Well, <laughs> I think we just want to make sure that all of the people involved in this whole uh, ecosystem of online booking take responsibility for making sure that the consumer is um, not scammed. We really don't want them to show up at our right. front desk. With let, me, let me clarify booking. what I just said. I meant that they are now searching, trying to, to weed out fake news. So if we could weed out fake websites that are pretending to be hotels, that would be helpful too. So that was what I meant. I wasn't accusing them, please believe me. Um, at any rate, so the big thing for consumers is to be vigilant, to be alert, to follow up, and 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 don't believe just because you get an email from them that it's actually the legitimate hotel. Um, I would I would think for the consumer that this this is really one of the first things that you need to do when you're looking at booking a hotel, is making sure you're at the right website. Yes, absolutely, especially if you're booking it online. Um, mm-hmm. It's just really important. And again, you know, for people who have smartphones who are handy with that type of thing, um, it's worthwhile to download a hotel's app, mm-hmm. take a couple of minutes to download it, because then you know you're not, you're not having to go online and do the Google search and do the Bing search. You're really just, you know, going directly to their app and mm-hmm. able to book directly through that process, and it's a safe and secure place to, to send your credit card information and it goes directly to the hotel. So if you really want 100% certainty, that can that can give you that certainty. Well, do they do you find that and maybe you don't know the answer to this question, but do you find that they're also charging say you give the them your credit card information and then they steal that credit card information and run up high charges? You know, um, I don't have a specific case around that. It okay. seems that people are charging uh, whatever was quoted as a room night, mm-hmm. and then they'll charge hidden fees on the card. So it may not be that they're charging room service or something like that. They're charging like a you know 
online booking fee for their, you know, fake right, website right. or something like that. And um, no room. You don't have a room. Yeah, so, of course, you don't have a room. Right, yeah. That's the bigger. And sometimes bigger people, I mean, there are cases where people use those, these websites and they get a room. Uh, but it's not the room that was advertised. Right. It's some random room, uh, and it can be a real problem. If you need a, a disability access room, then you need, you know, a lot you of may, people. Yeah, you may not get it if you're not careful. Well, Miriam, you have given us a lot to think about and a lot to be cautious of now we know that this, this scam is actually increasing, and we applaud you for your work. And the website is ahla.com slash search smarter, which is going to give you information on these third-party booking scams that are not really representing the hotel. They're actually pretending to be the hotel. So anyway, we thank you for joining us, Miriam. It's been a very uh, useful and interesting. Miriam Cope is the Vice President of Government Affairs for the American Hotel and Lodging Association. I'm Shirley Rooker. You can reach me at Shirley at callforaction.org. And we hope you enjoyed this and learned a little bit. Thank you for joining us. Of Consuming Interest is a public service program presented by WJLA 7 Call for Action, hosted by Shirley Rooker. Call for Action is an international nonprofit network of hotlines which offer free and confidential assistance. If you have a complaint, contact Call for Action at 301-652-HELP. That's 301-652-HELP. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.